Bradley Beal to the Phoenix Suns. Here's a perspective starting five for Phoenix. You might note they don't have a fifth player. <laughs> May not be necessary. Could one. be necessary. Who's a fourth player either? Position my favorite story of the weekend. Father's Day, here it is, our Dad of the Year nominee. First, you get the good neighbor giving the ball to the kid. You have the kid throwing it on the field, so Dad's got to go to that kid. Gah! But then kid number two needs to be consoled. What are Big we brother. talking about here? Red Sox made it all good, gave balls and everything else you want. When you're a dad, you only got two arms, but you're all heart. Way to go. Let's go around the horn. Get your kids out I of love control. the big brother there. That was so great. That's what I want it done. So insane. Happy Father's Day, Bill. Tim, Pablo. Bradley Beal to the Phoenix Suns is our news of the day story. And here's the deal. And my question adjacently is, was it really the most attractive deal for Washington? Miami Golden State Knicks could have put together something more. Maybe the no trade clause is in play. But here, again, Phoenix is starting five. <laughs> Bill Flaschke on what the Suns just did in the debate of the day, that this is the league's finals favorite now. Who's debating that? They are not the final favorite. Absolutely not. They have, so they got an offensive star. Who's going to play defense? Who's going to come off the bench? Who's going to be the role player that kind of wins championships? They've tried this before when, last year when Chris Paul was there. Three stars don't make a championship team. This team is bereft of defense. It's bereft of depth. I don't know how they're going to get any better. You know, they have to, they have to trade Aiton. they got to trade Aiton and get a couple – of role players, that's what they need. All right, so you that's don't even want to commit to a big four here. You, you think package eight no. for some role players and some defense? Yes. Okay. So not the finals favorite. Hot take or out of the gate from Plasky. Tim Kalashai, turn to you. A couple weeks ago, we talked about Frank Vogel going to Phoenix, and he said, I'm going to have a team that grinds out there. Their first move is to add Bradley Beal to a team that already has two guys who can score 60 points a night. They didn't need more shots coming from 18 feet especially since none of these three really want to launch a lot of threes. I'm not saying it's a bad move. I think in the regular season, you got guys sitting out games. They'll probably always have two legitimate elite or top-end scores. He knew it the Top-end scores in their, in their lineup. But I don't see how this helps them in playoff crunch time. They do need some grinders and some people around these scores. I, I don't see this bringing Phoenix that. Hey, hey Adani, any part of this? Deal make you think Phoenix is now a finals favorite? Not the favorites, but they're the team the best positioned to knock off the Denver Nuggets, the real favorites here, the defending champs. They're the only team to win as many as two games against them in this playoff run. They did so without a contribution from Chris Paul in those two games. He didn't play in the last four games of the series with injuries. So anything, anything Bradley Beal gives them would be more than they got from Chris Paul the latter stage of that series. You figure it. Durant is a better Phoenix Sun, having played more than eight regular season games with them. And maybe Devin Booker improves, too. You learn the lesson from the Nuggets where Aaron Gordon, maybe not the best player on a championship team, but as a number three player on a team, he can help you win a championship. Maybe something similar applies to Bradley Beal. And I'm already pre-nostalgic for these big deals in the offseason because I don't think we'll be seeing more of them under the new collective bargaining agreement that starts July 1st. Pre-nostalgic? Did I just hear the word pre-nostalgic pre -nostalgic yes. from Adante? <laughs> the end of an era, mm -hmm. yes. I'm missing these days already. Pablo Torre, uh, nobody does nostalgia like they used to, I have to say that. Bring you in here. Uh, this deal the Suns just made. 
Yeah, I'm pre-nostalgic for the time when I didn't know what pre-nostalgia was because <laughs> J.A. tried to argue that in the context of the Nuggets teaching the Suns a lesson and them internalizing that lesson and getting Bradley Beal as their Aaron Gordon. The reality, J.A., is that the Suns unfortunately have internalized zero lessons from the fact that they got scored on at a rate of 1.2, two points per possession in that playoff series, which they lost in six. They need defense. They don't need another guy who is a worse Devin Booker. No one is more like Devin Booker in the NBA like Bradley Beal at Bradley Beal's peak. And now they have a worse version of Devin Booker next to the actual Devin Booker. And they don't have a fifth guy right now. So they're going to go in Plashke's expertise, I believe. They're going to go 2021-22 Lakers. They're going to get a bunch of stars and a bunch of ring chasers, and that did not go well the last time. So maybe they're a contender, but they are a distant, distant version. No Plashke back in. And, oh, yeah, Bradley Beal's missed 101 games the last four years. Also that. Think about that. Well, that would fill nicely into the Chris Paul role of, is he available for the playoffs? <laughs> Tim Callis, show to you. Adonde's right about the Chris Paul subtraction being an addition for Phoenix. They needed to move on from that. We've seen that from the playoffs a year ago. But the key now is, is what the Wizards can do with Chris Paul. And Michael Winger was the Clippers GM, and he knows that L.A. landscape. And his job is to get the Lakers and Clippers, two teams whose window is really open about this wide before those players are done, both bidding on Chris All Paul. All right. Well, talk to me about Chris Paul's future then, J.A. Adonde. What do you see? <laughs> Tim just nominated the Clippers and Lakers, and that's what everybody's assuming. I, I definitely don't see him in a, a Wizards uniform. I also see him making a contribution, maybe six-round of Washington for a little bit, not playing, or maybe he, he's held out for a while. Maybe you trade him somewhere, and that's an intermediate stop, and then you trade him again at the deadline. I think the key with Chris Paul is to not ask him to do too much during the regular season, and I think he could help somewhere with a half season and maybe try to keep him healthy so you think Paul still can a have a place in this league, a half-season insert? Not as a major role. Maybe it's coming off the bench, a la Kyle Lowry in Miami. But everywhere Chris Paul has been, that team has been better off for having him. I think he can still help a team, if, even at this late stage in his career. And who wants to talk about the Washington Wizards here? What did they just Jeez. do? Do they deserve criticism here? Do they deserve praise for being able to unload the Beal contract? Go ahead, Pablo. Can we just go back to 2022 last season, Tony, last summer? Because what happened was Bradley Beal just came off the worst shooting season from three of his life. 30% from three for a sharpshooter. And then they decided to say, hey, you know what? We're going to give you a Supermax contract, but not just that. We're going to do the thing that nobody else in the NBA gets anymore. Not LeBron, not Steph, not KD, not anybody. The 10th guy in NBA history to get a full no-trade clause. And that is the original sin of all of this because that meant that they... They checked into a Supermax prison of their own devising. And so do you get credit now for escaping your own Supermax prison? No, because you're the people who put yourselves there in the first place. What they got back was some stuff. The market was terrible. The deal is terrible. But you get no credit from me because you want to be graded on a curve because you did this to yourself. You did it to yourself and you didn't have to. You should have tanked for Web on Yama. It was all set up for that, Tony, but they decided to trust zero processes anywhere. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, Pablo. Flash, go give you the last word afterwards. You can't judge the Wizards in this deal until you see what happens with Chris Paul. He's going, I think he's going to the Clippers. I think that's the right fit for him. That's the best deal they can make. Let's see what they get back from them. Then you judge the deal. But he'll, he'll, he'll never play for the Wizards. His next team will be the Clippers. 
pre-nostalgic panel here. There's uh, there's a pre-something in this panel. Plasky, Kalashaw, oh, Dande, take me back to 2002. Oh. Prehistoric. Let's go around Great the horn. <laughs> More basketball news today. Draymond Green, as expected, declining the player option that he had. 27 million for next year. He's now an unrestricted free agent. He can sign anywhere. He can re-sign with Golden State. But it's his move, Bill Plasky. What do you think this means for Draymond? And what do you think it means for Golden State? Well, I'll tell you what Steve Kerr think, thinks it means. Steve Kerr came out and said, we are not a championship contender without Draymond. He said that that's a quote, direct okay. quote from Steve Kerr. They are, this is, this is the beginning of the end of the dynasty. He's not going to stay there. They can't pay him too far over the luxury tax. He's gonna, he, he wants to change the scenery. He'll probably go, he'll go either to the, if the Lakers can make it work, or go to the Lakers, or go to Dallas. <laughs> a lot of places. How did the Lakers come into this conversation five seconds in? Okay, so you think. Because LeBron's great. He's best friends with LeBron. Seems, makes sense. okay. LeBron's got a lot of friends. And you know what? You're not wrong. They, they often find a way to be playing with him. So, so the idea, yeah. though, that this was expected, that he would decline the option, right? But that. It means he's leaving the team. Plasky goes there immediately. It's all, Kalashaw, do you believe this means Draymond's leaving Golden State? No. I mean, I, I think he could, and, and I don't think it's a done deal that he stays, but I think it makes more sense to stay. Uh, the Warriors do have incredible problems with luxury tax, $52 million for Curry, 43 for Clay that they can't get out of. Uh, Wiggins and Poole make a bunch of money. So I don't know exactly how they would have to structure it, but they will, they will try very hard to keep Jay it. Jay Donde? Yeah, it's a chance for him to get one last long-term contract. He's a little more valuable at 33 than he would be next year at 34 if he waited to the end of this current contract. But we're also going to see the impact of the collective bargaining agreement on teams that were built through the draft now because it's going to be so expensive, prohibitively expensive, and limit your ability to do deals if you pay all these guys for what they've done for your franchise, which is going to happen now with the Warriors, with Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson and now Draymond So Rock Green. in a hard place situation, but you think it has to end with Golden State re-signing Draymond Green? The, the, a, they can't replace him. He's, he's one of the most irreplaceable players in the league. But B, it's going to be really tough for them to pick up the necessary pieces to contend for another champion. And Pablo Torre? Yeah, this ends with Golden State giving him more money than Golden State wanted to give him originally and more years than they wanted to give him originally because Draymond Green is the core of a defense that is really good when healthy, and it's because of Draymond Green. And I do like the idea, though, that one's wedding attendance is now a means of getting more leverage in any free agency <laughs> negotiation. There is no reason for us to believe that he's going anywhere except for the fact that we saw those photos where LeBron was at All right, Plasky, so what are you, what are you saying here, right? that LeBron's going to say to Draymond, don't worry about it, I'll take care of you for the next 50 years of your life, but sign for the, the veteran minimum right now, and we go can go... Go to Bronny's games at USC. I'm saying I think good. he would take less money of course, be to come to the Lakers. Uh -huh. He could lead... A, the Lakers could be a championship contender, a legit championship contender with Draymond. LeBron loves So you think he, no. he's opting out to take less money to go LeBron. Maybe Phoenix is that destination. Maybe he can play defense for the defenseless Phoenix Suns. That fifth starter. Plasky, if anything, if anything, you are the most reliable panelist on the show to work in your local team in every discussion. I have to Absolutely. We'll take a break right here. City of Champions. Fire Cell is next. Oh, and the U.S. Open Golf. Where was that? Los Angeles. There you go. Go, Plasky. City of Around the Horn is presented by Corona. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. 
What's up, kiddos? I'm Clinton Yates of Around the Horn. Whenever I go to cover games or attend events in Los Angeles, I'm always keeping my eye out for the best-dressed person in the room. I saw Diego Luna at the Andor Red Carpet launch event, Star Wars, folks, and he looked head of state fresh. Now you can also be that person, too, whether you're sitting courtside, attending a fancy dinner, or going to a wedding. With a fully custom suit from Indochino, you'll walk into wedding season looking like a million bucks for way, way less. They start at just $4.99. With Indochino, you can design the suit of your dreams and fine-tune every detail, including lapels, linings, monograms, pocket flaps, etc. A tailored fit from home. Set up your measurement profile on Indochino's website and choose customizations without even leaving the house. Look your best this wedding season at the table or on the dance floor when you wear Indochino. Go to Indochino.com today and use code HORN to get 10% off any purchase of $3.99 or more. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code HORN. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the seaport. Brought to you by Chase. Wyndham Clark never finished better than 75th in any major and then he just won the U.S. Open. It got testy late, but a bogey in Hollywood never hurt anybody. And how about the crew he outlasted? Bill Blaschke to Los Angeles, we go again. Did you find yourself pulling for Clark or wanting it for Rory McIlroy or feeling sympathetic towards Ricky Fowler? What was this tournament? Oh, I was pulling for Clark. He's a human story. He's, he's dealing with, with, with memories of his, of his late mother. He's crying after he wins. He's hanging on. They're chasing him, and, and he has to make no mistakes the last two holes. And then he gets to the last hole, gets to a 60-foot putt, and the whole crowd comes behind him. It's crazy. Suddenly there's all this noise, all this commotion. He's got to make this putt. He, he two puts it to win. Great story. Tim Kalashaw. If golf fans are like me, and they are, you start the day cheering for Ricky Fowler. Then after about six holes, you realize this is going to be futile. You switch to Rory. You wait for him to hit a decent wedge shot that can get him a 15-foot putt. That never happens. And so your winner is Wyndham Clark, who won it deservedly after that bogey at eight. He made great pars on the two pars. But you sound personally offended by what happened here this weekend. Not personally offended. There's just Ricky would have been a great story. And, and Wyndham Clark's a great story in his own. But he's not been a great golfer to this point. He won Wells Fargo a month ago. He's becoming a great golfer. Jay Adonde. I was rooting for Rory. I thought he was karmically owed a major after he was stabbed in the back by the PJ Tour after he had their back in the battle with Live Golf. But my favorite part of the weekend was actually a little tribute to Jim Murray that they had with the Open being in Los Angeles. And one of Murray's old adages come true. You used to always say the most reliable headline you can expect out of this tournament is unknown wins open. And certainly in that field, Wyndham Clark was the unknown. Nicely done, Jay. 
and Pablo Torre. But that's why I have to sell an adage that I once heard a wise man say, which is that to win tournaments, you need to win tournaments. Because Wyndham Clark hey, missed a cut he had that, the right. only two previous US Opens he's ever yeah, played. This, this, this proves your argument here, Jay. <laughs> Go ahead. But the, 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 the point here is that in Rory McIlroy, you also have the other evidence here, Tony. The guy who won four majors to start his career has gone nine years. Nine years after winning those four tournaments without winning one. I am post-nostalgic for J.A. Adande's <laughs> most famous aphorism on this show. Wyndham Clark, who just won his first tournament this year prior to winning his first major. But he had only finished <laughs> 75th in his previous. That's the point. We'll move on. U.S. soccer. What is percolating right now with the U.S. men's national team? Beating Canada 2-0 to win the Nations League. Chris Richards scored early, then Fuller and Bulligan's moment. His first goal since committing to the United States. Gio Reyna had quality moments in this one as well. Assists on both goals. Pablo, buy or sell, this is as optimistic as a U.S. MNT fan can ever have been. Well, this feels good, Tony. You got to buy this because if you watch the World Cup, you know that U.S. MNT's whole problem was constipation up top. They couldn't manufacture goals, and now they have this new kid, Balagun, who's incredible. Of course, Reyna got hurt, but that said, at the top, they have an offensive attack that you can actually dream on, and it's worth dreaming on because you just saw it happen against yeah, yeah, Canada. Yeah, That's not that bad, actually. Tony, all I got to say is, look at the Balagun flag. Come on, Balagun. You're doing a reference from a movie 45 you. years ago, Scarface, <laughs> what did he say? about an animal that is not even involved here. To talk about Fuller and Bolligan, who is, who is now an, an American player after playing so well abroad, and we finally get a moment here, and this is where you decide to go with a <laughs> Scarface impression? Tim Kalish, how about you? Well, it's a huge moment, too, because this is a guy who, although he was born here, grew up in London, played over there with all their, their underage teams and decided to come back to the U.S. Makes a great goal there. Some guy's holding his arm. What is paying off is play, taking a young team to the last World Cup, and now they're going to have a more seasoned team ready for the World Cup that's in the U.S. in three years. Flash. Here's how good they are. They got the Mexican coach fired. Usually it's other countries getting our coach fired. We actually got oh, another yeah. country's coach after fired. Friday. Yeah, yeah. After, after the win, that was, that's huge. You know, bug and changes everything. This is the best save U.S. team has ever been moving forward. One more story here. Buy or sell three. Canadian Grand Prix. Max Verstappen. Wire-to-wire -wire win. It's his fourth straight win. Red Bull's eighth win of the year. Verstappen's career win number 41, which ties him with Senna for fifth all-time. And he's only 25. So now, you sports writers, here's what you do. Because when something is good and dominant, it can't just be good and dominant. You have to write the column, is this bad for the sport? It's the UConn basketball, Oklahoma <laughs> softball deal. Adane, what do we have with Verstappen and Red Bull? Are you writing that this is good dominance or bad dominance? It, it, it's bad dominance. While there's still some drama to be found in the midfield, as uh, we Formula One aficionados like to call it, it would be better if there was drama at the top. He hasn't trailed in a lap since May 7th. This would be like if UConn wasn't just winning games, they were never trailing in any of the games. We need some more competition for Red Pablo Torre. I buy that he's now chasing the all-time record. He's led 224 laps consecutively 
consecutively since the Miami Grand PSJ alluded to. 304 is the record. If you're going to be a villain, you better be the best damn villain we've ever seen, and he might just be. Bill Plaschke. This is great sports news, Goliath. He's led for 471 laps this year. The rest of the field has led for 16 laps combined. It's, he's as good as the great Alberto Ascari 72 years ago. Tim Kalashaw. How about that? How about that? Name, <laughs> I'll potentially, take word potentially good dominance in search of some entertainment. You, you can have the same guy win. You can't have him lead the first lap and every lap and never have. So you're also happen. making the argument this is Has bad for. Sports you fans have to have in a general. Little, it's not racing. On. He's driving. He's not racing anybody. He's just driving. He was making jokes when he almost crashed out of the race. He's like, ah, ah, ah. Crashed out of crashed. the race. I think you know something about crashing out of a race day is on there. Uh, Tim Kalisha also done for the day. Pablo Torre, Bill Flash, showdown. Next. Win shows. You got to win shows. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Around the Horn is presented by Corona. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. Flashy, Tori, good luck in showdown. Have either of you ever refused a Hall of Fame honor? Mm. That's what former no. Major Leaguer and World Series MVP David Freeze did to the Cardinals team Hall of Fame. He says he's not worthy of being a Cardinals Hall of Famer. Here's some pretty great highlights from Breeze and um, in the World Series. So, Bill, what's the word for what Breeze is doing here? This is what's known as a brain freeze. He won the 2011 okay, World Series for them. Bad. They would not have won it without his hits. He belongs in the Hall of Fame. His moments will, will last forever. Oh, he needs Tony, to drop the humility and get in there. This is imposter imposter syndrome i relate to it if it's real i get it but there's a little too much look at me louie here right oh i'm so humble i couldn't possibly be inducted into the hall of fame of the team that i won a world series for of course i couldn't not me little imposter David, no. imposter syndrome all right we'll give the points there we'll move on father's day weekend we already showed the great highlight from the boston dad but here's another well, maybe it's not a highlight from the weekend. Atlanta baseball, Charlie Culberson's father, Charles Culberson, played professional baseball half a decade in the 80s. Can you imagine how excited he was when the team selected him to throw out the first pitch to his son on Father's Day? But before the game, Atlanta sent Charlie down to the minors, so no first pitch for Charles. Michael Harris got the call up to Michael Harris' second. Also an awesome moment, but Pablo, what about the Culbersons here? What's the word for this? 
Uh, Tony, I've only been a dad for three years now, but the word is just fatherhood, right? Like sometimes your kid disappoints you. Sometimes they get sent down to the minors when you're supposed to do a special thing with them in front I'm of America. I'm going to focus on Michael Harris. Okay. This is a this is what's known as a dad save. We all have dad saves. This is a dad save. Michael Harris came in, made the, made the pitch. Good for him. Bob Latore, FaceTime today. As somebody who literally went whale watching on his bachelor party, I've been watching with great interest the news that killer whales, orcas, are currently a topic of debate in our most prestigious magazines like The Atlantic. Apparently, killer whales have been tearing the rudders off of boats and stuff, and people are saying the orcas are not our friends. Well, I don't. I just want to declare for the record very loudly, I am Team Orca. They're the apex predator of the ocean. They're the closest thing to us, but in the water. Yes. Respect them yes. and respect yourself. We are Team Orca here on this show. What is the this? Best, best animal Come in on. the animal kingdom. Eating. We, we really, really. kind of FaceTime the